Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning. You know, this is Dr. Janie Lacey, and I'm the CEO of Life Counseling Solutions. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm creator of the elite program called Women Redeemed that's birthed out of the legacy of my sister. 
And when I think about just start actually doing the things that you know you need to do day after day, just working in different spaces to help people move forward. And I really wanna talk this morning about how do we take control of our, of our life? You know, when I think about this past couple of, of weeks, I was gonna kind of give you some context here. Now, why would a, a gorgeous, successful woman keep picking the wrong men? And then when they try to break up with her, she throws herself on the floor, clutching their legs, begging them not to leave. <laughs> we watch movies or, you know, as uh, if you talked about Netflix and all these other types of things where you watch these scenes, but these are people's lives that prevent them from moving forward and doing the things they need to do to be able to heal those wounds, to get to self-discipline, to take those actionable steps. But what about Alex, who's a successful businessman, but why is he hit with anxiety whenever he must make a presentation? Or what about Jennifer, who has been trying one therapist after another for years to discover why she has an almost constant feelings of, of dread or fear of abandonment and an eating disorder or strangest of them all. She is repeatedly has images of the color red and a candle. <laughs> it makes no sense to her, but it has been going on for as long as she can remember. Or even as we're watching, if you click on my link in the bio, you'll see my NBC News article that they interviewed me on the uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case. I'll be on the news tomorrow morning for local Fox 35, also commenting on that case. But when people look at this, right, we could look at it from a distance and be like, what in the world? <laughs> but interesting, there's a simple explanation for many of the problems that I just kind of highlighted with my journey with clients that involves how the brain itself functions, which prevents them from doing exactly what they need to do in their life. So I wanna talk a little bit about, and then wanna open it up because I wanna hear from you, but I wanna talk a little bit about why we suffer because pretty much that's what happens when we live in the past, we repeat the past, we, we stay stuck in our negative mindset, we contribute to our own self suffering. But we know, I don't need to tell you this, Everyone here at the breakfast table, we know the truth is we all suffer at one time or another. There's always gonna be situations that arise all the time that's gonna affect us negatively. As you're walking in your day today, right? we don't know what the battleground is gonna hold for you, but if you're well-equipped, you'll be able to have the capacity to deal with it because we're gonna experience negative things today, tomorrow, in our future. But when we continue to have the pain long after the experience itself has passed, it's because the hardwiring of our brain influences our mind, which is backed by science. And I'll give you a single sentence, and I just want you to notice the first thing that pops into your, into your mind. And if you're on the stage, you can just go ahead and open your mic when I say this. What pops into your mind when I say roses are red? Violets are, are blue. Violets yes. are blue. Exactly. The first thing that comes to mind is violence are, violets are blue especially for people born in the United uh, States. If he, you know, it's basically that equivalent of a knee-jerk response. Right, this is an important concept because since our mental responses are based on physical reactions, our brain is programmed to respond in the same way as the rest of our body. So regardless, regardless of our age, regardless of our gender, when your knee, when you go to the doctor, you know, and I know when I recently did my physical exam, you know, doctor takes out his little thing and hits me in the knee. 
because when they hit us in a knee in a certain way, our leg jerks in a similar fashion, regardless. <laughs> Oops, someone's uh, has a bless you in a similar fashion. Think about this for a minute, regardless of our intention, your mind also has automatic reactions. And this is how we take control of our life when we know this. For instance, you know, the last time that you've heard that rhyme that we just mentioned, roses are red, violets are blue. You probably learned it in your childhood. So if you don't live with young children, it was probably likely many years ago, but it came automatically <laughs> nonetheless, right? But these types of automatic responses, they can be wonderful and very useful and they show the power of our minds. Our minds are powerful. We can use them to really move us forward and control our life, control our thoughts, control our vision, create that vision and create that discipline to walk towards that vision. But sometimes that powerfulness in our mind doesn't always serve us. So let's consider that at some point, right? So if I was to open up each and every one of your lives, especially in your intimate relationships, <laughs> Everyone has experienced anger and let's say sadness, jealousy, potentially bitterness, hurt, insecure, and happiness and joy. All the good stuff, right? That we all strive to experience more times than not. And when we are, we all act accordingly. Meaning that when we're hurt, most likely you're acting hurt. When you're happy, most likely you're acting happy. But one moment you can cherish the one you're with and you can cover them with kisses and hugs and all those good things. And a day later, when if I'm really watching you and no one sees you, right? The stuff that brings people into couples therapy. A day later, you can explode and yell at them with frustration. So basically, some of what we have learned growing up is true. But just as with all the other experiences we have had through childhood, other things are not. Often as youngsters, we can't tell the difference and what we take to be real, for example, such as believing we are inferior because we were bullied or rejected or thinking we're responsible for our parents' divorce. I mean, these are just really misperceptions. But these experiences can have effects that come up almost automatically. You could be 45, you can be 50. They can almost come automatically up throughout the rest of your lives outside of your conscious control, which is why you have to understand that unconscious mind so that you can Move things to that conscious mind so that you can, can take control of your life. So that, so that brings me to the good old saying, I would if I could have, <laughs> but I can't. But just like love and sorrow and anger, all the different roller coaster emotions you experience throughout your life or even throughout your day, anxiety and fear are important and they can be useful emotions, but usually are the ones that most people try to avoid because they alert us to potentially think about this difficult or dangerous situations that may need to be addressed. If we kind of allow ourselves to confront those negative emotions so that we can overcome them because they provide a warning signal to guide our next move. Some people, we can really use those emotions to really pull through. And as we heard Stephen Kuhn mention about creating that vision, creating that slide in our mind, we can use all these things to fuel us right to that vision. You know, such as thinking about investigating whether that danger is real. Many times we create these narratives in our mind and they're not even based in reality. But when we investigate if it's actually real, 
it can help us understand what we need to do to deal with it so that we can heal. Because every single one of us that is hearing my voice, we all have those feelings occasionally. And they're natural responses to certain situations and people that we encounter and they serve as well, unless they're misplaced. And unfortunately, in many cases, anxiety and fear, they, they will increase out of proportion to our reality. And, they, and we become connected to, to the things, the situations and activities that don't really make sense. As I mentioned, the client who has images of red and can't get the candle out of her mind, but yes, a, a snarling long, you know, if you think about walking on the street, for example, this is a common example. You're walking on the street and you encounter the, the, the Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. The Rottweiler, for example, or the Doberman Pinscher, and they're lunging at you, they're barking at you. Well, that's a good reason to, to feel fear and to back off. But what about the little, <laughs> the little poodle on the leash walking on the street who's just doo -doo 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 -doo, going along? It's not. But for the person with the dog phobia, just seeing a picture of a dog can cause them a fear reaction. So there are millions, millions of people who suffer from inappropriate, I do say inappropriate fear, but not all seek therapy and not all people have to seek therapy. But although they're not as happy as they could be, you know, fear generally goes along with the natural reaction to stay away from things and situations that bother us. So think about your own fears. Do you avoid? Do you stay away? Do you confront? Do you deal? Do you have all those tools? Okay, well, well, Dr. Janie, why does all this matter? I know the, the bottom line here for me is this, is that unprocessed memories cause people to react to their world through their emotions and their beliefs and their physical sensations that were there at the time of their earlier traumatic experience. Because so sometimes what I find, especially walking through people in their darkest moments or through their jungle or through their valley days, is what I like to refer to it, to get to their mountaintop, sometimes they are the only ones hurt. But feeling danger when it's not even there. They're experiencing phobias, depression, or panic attacks, and there is nothing in their reality that is there. And at other times, people hurt people, right? We've all heard that saying, hurt people hurt people. Some people act out of pain and rage and hate or despair, and they don't care who gets hurt. I mean, we can turn on the news and look at our world at times, and others don't even understand that what they're doing is wrong. And that's not an excuse at all, but it is an explanation. So I want to give you three things, and then I'm opening up, because I know a lot of you um, don't get time to um, share your experiences before we hand it over to Kate. So I do want to get as many voices at the breakfast table as possible. But I wanted to give you quickly three things, and I just said it, but I'm going to sum it up for you. So today, I really want you to understand your history and what may be blocking you in your subconscious mind so that you can confront it, learn from it, so that you can truly make peace with your past and live presently so that you can create so much of a better future than you've ever experienced. 
And then second, I want you to heal so that you can actually feel. I want you to use pain as your guide to what matters and to what can what can truly move you forward. Because we're all going to have negative events in our life. It's a fact of life. We're all going to experience negative things. There's going to be things out of our control. But because they register so powerfully, right? They have their, there's this uncandid ability for to overtake our call it our mental machinery. <laughs> but we can reprogram our mind. We absolutely have the power. And then three, we've heard it a lot this morning so far, is to create a new you, a vision of something better that underlines the transformation to truly move you from a victim to a victor. And many people can do this through vision boarding, writing out their goals, all those things. So we're in April. Have you written out your goals? Where are you? Are you walking them out? Are you meeting them? Do you have accountability? So what are the things that you need to do that you are currently doing or making a plan to do? Let's talk about it. I want to hear from you at the breakfast table, anything that resonated with you. What are the things that are stopping you from moving forward and doing all the things that you need to do to meet their goals? And by you sharing your story, you inspire so many other people. So I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to just, um, just go ahead and flash your mic. I'm going to start with Elliot. Good morning, Elliot. Or you're probably across the pond. So good afternoon, Elliot. So go ahead. <laughs> Love to hear from you. It is good morning here. It's nearly, nearly uh, well, just gone quarter to 11 and I uh, absolutely love this room. Thank you so much for uh, uh, for having me up, Jenny, Dr. Jenny. It's been absolutely superb so far. Really, uh, really inspiring um, what you've just said. Um, and I just want to bring something else to it because I don't hear about it very much. And this is really, you know, the space that I'm in. And you're talking about um, starting actually doing the things you that you need to do. And a lot of people don't chunk things down, do they? And uh, And so... You know what you're saying about you know like other lists or or goals and bits and pieces like that but there's always other things to do there's other elements that you need to take care of isn't there that you need to knock off the list before you achieve what you want to and we often overlook that particularly creatives right so creatives were like, like many of us particularly with a clubhouse seems to attract a lot of uh, creative entrepreneurs because this is the way we like to work it triggers things in our minds but we often focus on the ultimate goal and we don't knock off those things that we need to do to get there and that's what you've been talking about and it's so well put as well um just let me just switch the uh, switch the kettle off in this room do apologize so um so mind mapping is a, is a thing that, that I'm, I'm really helping people with because that, that, for me, is a way that you focus on the goal or the task at hand or the, the, the thing you need to focus on. However, you don't need to focus on that. You need to do the things you need to do to get to that goal. And that's where mind mapping is an incredibly powerful tool for visualizing things because you break down all of those little micro goals, those goals that you, that you need to knock off, those tasks. And when you build out that mind map from the central point of that goal or that main thing that you want to achieve, and then you break that down into smaller elements, and then each of those elements always have little tasks that you need to do. And those tasks, those outer tasks, if you know about mind mapping, you can then take those and instead of making a to-do list, which often we write these things down and we don't action them, is you take those to-dos and you put them into a into straight into your calendar so then they become do's rather than to do's and once you start doing that and you time block those into your calendar that's an incredibly efficient and effective way of you starting to achieve what you need to and get done what you need to to get closer to that goal and that's where 
that's when you start doing the things that you need to do rather than the things that you want to do to ultimately get there. So I just wanted to add that in. I'm hoping, hoping that that's really helped a few people to maybe just chunk those things down. We hear about it a lot, chunking down, but how do you do that? And this is an incredibly powerful way of doing those things. So hopefully that's helped. Boom, Elliot. Absolutely, Elliot. Wonderful, wonderful contribution. Chuck those things down and really focus on the things you need to do, time block and execute. And I love that mind mapping, absolutely. And getting into that creative space. So absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much, Elliot, for that contribution. We appreciate you at the breakfast table. So who Thank else you. wants to? Yes, uh, Sebastian, I'm still at the bottom of the stage. Go ahead, Sebastian, jump in. Good, Good morning. morning, Dr. Janie. Always great to hear your voice and your wisdom first thing in the morning. Good morning, champion. So I just caught the tail end of that, and uh, but I was able to, to, to make sense of, of, of the topic of conversation here, which is, you know, not doing what we know we should be doing not prioritizing the things that we know need to get done. And, and two things I wanted to add. First of all, you are absolutely never going to feel like it. You're never going to feel like going to the gym. You're never going to feel like getting things done that you that you know you should be doing. Uh, and the second is, and it's a quote that I constantly remind myself of uh, from, from Martin Luther Sr. And, and the quote is, how soon not now becomes never. And I find myself constantly repeating that in my head when I'm putting things off knowing that I need to do it. If we, let's use an example, content creation. My hardest piece of content that I create uh, is, my, is my YouTube content. It takes me forever to create a YouTube video, the research, the filming, the working with my team to get it edited. It's the hardest piece of content I create, yet it yields the biggest amount of business and return for all the content I create. So every time I'm shoulda, coulda, woulda, and it's time to put a pen to, to, to paper and start mapping out my next YouTube video, I remind myself, I'm not gonna get any closer to where I wanna be with the goals of my YouTube channel if I continue to put this off. And again, remind myself, huh, how soon, not now, becomes never. So just wanted to, to, to contribute to the conversation this morning, remind everybody that you will never, ever, 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 ever feel like it. Our brain just, just, just does not work like that. We've gotta force ourselves uh, into the things that we know that we should be doing. And if we want to take it a step further, who's missing out because we're not doing exactly what we need to be doing. So thanks for letting me contribute this morning, Dr. Janey. Always great to see all your beautiful smiling faces first thing in the morning. And I'll hand things back hey, over to you. Hey, Dr. Janey, I just want to reply to that. That's the yeah, second sure, time I heard. Steve. That's the second time this morning I heard that no one ever wants to go to the gym. I beg to differ. That's the one thing uh, in right, my day. All right, you know what I mean? Come on, okay? Sebastian. You are an anomaly. <laughs> okay? I mean, seriously. It's the one thing, it's the one appointment every single day that I do not miss. The most important meeting of the day is a meeting with the CEO of My Life Enterprise, and that's me. So well, yeah, I love the gym, and I know my cousin Monica does too. Oh my God, well, you're you're the exception, He-Man. <laughs> I mean, you seen this guy? Holy cow, I'd be at the gym every day too, just to flex. No, I'm with him. Like, that is that too funny, He-Man. Go ahead, I, I missed the voice that was coming in. Who was that? Oh, this is, uh, this is Dr. Jamesia. Oh. I was saying. Good morning. I was saying to Stephen, but was it the discipline that got him there to where he loves it? Or did he always 
Love it. Hey, Dr. Janika, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's incredible. Well, you know, it, everything starts with discipline. So it's discipline turns into a routine, which turns into a habit, which turns into who you are. So then, and that's with anything. And that's why if, if no one's ever read Atomic Habits by, um, what's his name? Chris, I don't know what his last name is, but uh, Atomic Habits, it'll show you how to progress from discipline to, um, to a routine, to a habit, and to it being a part of you. And yes, if you stop, it's just like anything else. It's like if you, if you stop drinking for 20 years and you're fighting that, you go back one time, you're gonna, you might fall off the horse. Same thing as with, with training. If you stop the momentum, if you stop going for two or three days, it, it'll be easy to quit. But that's with anything. That's a diet. That's training. That's everything. So discipline is only a short-term motivator. It can never be sustained. You can't be disciplined every single day to do that one thing that maybe you don't want to do. So it turns into a habit. And the way you do that is you adjust what it is you're doing according to your world and to your reality and to, I mean, sorry, I don't want to go on, on like this, but there's something I, I uh, channeled the other day, I guess you could call it. I don't know what, what you want to call it, but um, I, I asked a question uh, into the ether, into the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the infinite wisdom space. And, uh, you know, how, how do you stand in your own zone? And basically it's, I, this is what I came up with. Feed off the things that are in front of you and see the truth as it is without allowing external influences to sway your opinion on the ability to create your own truth. So all of these things in the outside world that are distracting us all the time, telling us what we have to do or don't have to do, actually have nothing to do with you making it happen. Everything we do in life is a decision. There's three things you can do in life. Receive, um, make a decision, and love. That's it. That's the three things that will rule your life. So if you let go, of all the other stuff outside of there, and you say, look, I want to do this for me because I love myself. I'm going to receive the benefits that I get from that. And the decision I make is to actually just do it and not worry about if I can or can't. Just make a decision. So didn't mean to go off on a tyrant, but there you go. Good stuff, Stephen. I love the CEO of my, my life. So every single one of us can be the CEO of our life. And that discipline is short term. We really have to move into that habit. And we receive, make decisions, and love and create your own reality. What such value. That's why you are Stephen Goon. That's why you're here. Thank you so much. And I uh, don't want to go back uh, to Sebastian. Thank you so much for your contribution and never go, we're never going to feel like it. So we got to put all those other things in, in place. So thank you, my friend. So I'm still here at the bottom of the stage. I want to get a couple other voices in. All right. I see, um, I see Michael. Go ahead, Michael. We'll go with you and then we'll keep moving back up. Say, thank you so much. I, uh, use that the gym analysis with me is, is a very good one I, i've been paying for the planet fitness things now for uh, three and a half years uh and uh, the good news is i keep paying the bill uh the bad news is i just don't go and i wonder i, I try to equate some of that to to other things that i'm not doing i'll give you the, the simplest example and maybe you can explain why i do this uh, I, I find something that's absolutely perfect, uh, a product or a process or something that I can easily do. I know every single step. I know how to make money with it. And then once I know I know, and I like, for instance, I'll get the website running, everything's perfect. I will then go try to find something else, something better, something different, instead of completing those things that I know I should do. And I can't quite figure out why I do that. I can't, I haven't yet figured out what it is that keeps me seeking for a new thing instead of simply operating the thing that I should be doing. 
Well, Michael, we can have a whole therapy session around that, but I will give you some uh, some quick uh, feedback. You know, and usually what I hear is procrastination, right? So there's some procrastination there. And sometimes that comes from a place of self-sabotage, which also can come from a place of, from this unconscious belief that the truly the things that we think we want deep down inside, we don't think we deserve them or we don't believe that we have the worth to be able to fulfill them. So then we create these circular cycles, these patterns in our life to fulfill the, the very unconscious belief that we have because we move towards the familiar. So if we feel we're undeserving, we can start things, but we don't finish. And then that's what we call the saboteur in our life. So I would suggest highly to get some accountability and do some deeper work. And then so that can truly break free from that. So you can truly create the life that you deserve, Michael, because you absolutely deserve to create and to be in the place of all the things that you're setting your goals to. So you're in a room at the breakfast table. We got a lot of support here. So thank you for sharing. So I'm sure a lot of people here can relate to that. Appreciate you, Michael. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, we got some time for a few more shares. I'm moving up, so flash your mic, flash your mic, moving up the stage, and I'll go to Derek and then Mary Lynn, and then if we have time for anyone else. Go ahead, Derek. Hey. Uh, Derek, going once. Hey, there you go. Hey, thank you for the space and the place, and uh, I appreciate you guys for sharing your experiences uh, with us because at the end of the day, experiences is what makes it what it's what makes us so what i uh i was listening to something and this is what it reminds me of is that we need to change the way that we think and our mindset and the guy the presenter he said to don't say that i have to do this he said be thankful be grateful that you woke up this morning because you always have yesterday as a reference point to make your day better today because somebody did not wake up this morning so he said so when you go to the gym or you're getting ready to go to the gym don't say i have to go to the gym say i get to go to the gym so for those jobs that we hate don't say i have to go to uh, my job today i get to go to my job today and that's a little inflection point because there are, there are jobs, there are people that are seeking jobs out there today, but it's all about the mindset at the end of the day. So if we stop focusing on being transactional people and being more relationship, building relationships, because at the end of the day, that's where, where true success lies. And I really love the topic because if you think about it, at the end of the day, when we go home, we have to look at the person that's in the mirror because that's that's the person that you should be trying to please you should be competing with that person to make sure that you're doing what you're doing and calling yourself out and so i appreciate the space and the place and uh you guys uh speaking so thank you so much i'm derek and i am done speaking and we appreciate you derek and what a meaningful share and really looking at that man or the woman in the mirror and thinking about how can she or he be better today and i'm not competing with anyone else and really looking at our mindset and are we truly relational people because at the end of the day that is what matters versus transactional people truly truly loved all your shares thank you so much derek for for being here 
And uh, how about Mary Lynn? I'll give you a few seconds to close this out before, or the only female voice this morning, uh, to close this out, and then we will turn it over to the one and only Kate Bowman. Thank you, Dr. Janie Lacey. Once again, you are a fly on my wall. I'll call myself gorgeous and be the gorgeous girl who was at the feet begging the wrong guy to stay. So I, it's always so funny you peg me, but I just love the roses are red, violets are blue analogy because it brought to my mind that I have these knee jerk reactions and maybe I need to look at what is truly a conditioned response and what is a, a valid issue for me. So I'll just make it quick and short with that. And thank you for the space and awesome, awesome segment as always. Thank you so much, Mary Lynn. We always appreciate hearing your voice and your valuable, vertical, real life examples to help so many other people who have yet to come forth and open up that mic. So I'm Dr. Janie Lacey and start actually doing the things that you know you need to do. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.